Hey, welcome back, friends. Uh, my name is Jeremiah, and before we begin the episode, I want to offer two corrections. Uh, the first one is about a game of Warhammer Underworlds that we talk about in the beginning of the episode. It's a game between my son Oz and me, and I report that I had won the game. Unfortunately, afterwards, Oz and I went back and we reviewed the rules, and there was one rule that we did not apply correctly. And so when we do that, we see that Oz won uh, by one glory point. So I want to offer that correction, and uh, good job, Oz. The second correction I want to offer is the dates surrounding the upcoming King of Coins event. Uh, the season is still going to start on March 4th, but the end of the season, we have a eight-person eight invitational event, and that's to cap off uh, the whole thing and to declare who our King of Coins is for the year. And unfortunately, the date that we had selected, uh, we're getting bumped uh, due to a Magic the Gathering release event. Uh, if any of you play Magic, you know that every store in the city will be packed and there will be no room for other games such as uh, a lowly war machine. Anyway, I'm working with the host store. It's going to be Guardian Games because they're kind of central to everyone. And we're going to have another date. It looks like it's going to be April 13th. And so that'll cut our season short by a couple of weeks. But I think there's still plenty of time to have adequate games and, uh, and plenty of time to have a lot of fun uh, for the event. And uh, anyway, as we get closer, of course, we'll continue to uh, report on, um, on, the, on the standings during the event. Uh, but we'll confirm the date of that, um, of, of the Invitational. Uh, it'll be current on the website, and it'll also be current on the COG Collective Forum event page and on the Discord channel, if you are following on the Discord channel. Uh, anyway, it's been a while since we recorded, and so I'm really excited to get back into the swing of things, and I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Thank you. Welcome back to Spellstorm Miniatures. This is episode 11. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Dan. And Dan, it is so good to be recording with you again. You know, we hit uh, 10 episodes a few weeks ago, which is like the milestone for most podcasts. Like, if you can hit 10, you're suddenly a real podcast. And so we became a real podcast. And then I promptly went on a lot of business trips, traveling for work and whatnot. And we haven't recorded in like three or four weeks. Oh, the shame. <laughs> yeah, it does happen. You know, life gets in the way, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be talking about miniatures with you, talking about games again. Uh, hey, we have a sponsor for this event, or for this episode, rather. Uh, this episode of Spellstorm Miniatures is brought to you by Hidden Forest Gaming. Hidden Forest Gaming provides game mats and terrain sets for all your gaming needs. Listen for a special discount code to receive 10% off your next purchase. Dan, uh, what are we going to be talking about today? So today, we have a fun subject of the King of Coins event. Ooh, it's finally here. Right? We've been talking about it. We've been leading up to it. I think we finally got the details worked out that we can... Yep. I have held the coins in my hand 
they are a nice they they're a little extra thick they're about six millimeters tall and so they they feel nice in your hand they have hand feel is that yep. right sure you know well, tactile goodness there you go tactile goodness <laughs> why would you thinking about you know when you have when you drink beer or something uh-huh. a lot of times one of the you know one of the characteristics of a good beer is mouthfeel right uh-huh. they, they talk about that anyway uh, before we get to the main topic uh, let's talk about some games I know the the masters just wrapped up well the pods anyway did and whatnot but uh, have you played any non war machine games lately um, for non war machine no just haven't really Focus. I was mainly focused on War Machine the last couple weeks. Uh, yes, you have, and to great reward. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Ozzy and I, I've been doing a lot of um, modeling lately, I suppose. Um, currently, I'm working on my Desert Hydra, and it is a beast of a model to put together. There are a lot of gaps, and the plastic is a, is a hard plastic, and so it's not nice to, it's not nice to like maneuver and to yeah. s- squeeze into tight tight spots but as far as non-war machine games go ozzy and i have uh, resurrected shadespire or i guess it's just called uh, warhammer underworlds so it's that uh, it's that small skirmish game kind of set in the age of sigmar universe and you play on um, boards that are hex based and and there's also a like a deck building element to it so every warband um, will have you know anywhere from three to eight miniatures depending on you know depending on your your particular warband and it's and it's set you buy you buy them as as a set and they get and they get cards and you can mix and match those cards with the other cards that you get from other sets and the starter set and things like that and and you have basically have two decks you have the objective deck which is how you win you you earn glory points or whatever and uh, and the most glory points wins and then and then you have a uh, um, and then you have like a, a adventure deck or something where you have equipment so you can upgrade your characters and you have ploys cards that you can play to kind of manipulate the game field or whatever. It's a fun game and it can be played very quickly. And so, for example, last night, you know, Ozzy did dishes, homework, all done. You know, we have time before he goes to bed. Instead of playing Yu-Gi-Oh, we pulled out Shadespire. And we had a great game. I ran my my corn blood reavers or whatever against his uh, his uh, fire slayer berserker warband. So basically, a bunch of guys with no shirts on carrying axes. That's why you know there you go. it's nice. And and so at the end of the game, I only had one model left on the board. And but he was at the right place at the right time. And so at the third round. I was discarding objective cards and drawing a new one, and I did that twice for the final two actions of, of my of the game. Both cards I drew were objectives that that one model could score. Oh, jeez! And I and so I was actually able to win eleven to eight last night. My my third or my last objective that I drew gave me six glory points. Ozzy was um was a little miffed, <laughs> a little miffed, but. Uh, um, I mean, he, he played a good game. He had a salt. He was scoring every round where I wasn't. All my all my points came in the last round. Hmm. So, um, but you know, I got lucky with my draws, I guess. So that's my that's my that's my big Shadespire, you know, hoorahs. So it's a great game. So, uh, what about War Machine games? 
So yeah, War Machine, like I said, we uh, wrapped up the pods, and of course, in good fashion, we had four weeks to complete four games. I got my first game done in the first week, and the last three in the last week. <laughs> so, nice. Just nice. kind of all crammed in there. Um, I think I kind of paced myself. I, I The last week, I had to play two games, but I, I was able to, even with my traveling schedule, I was able to squeeze in a game kind of in the middle of the, of that, of the, of the season, if you right. will. Yeah, that's... That's good to kind of spread them out because, like I said, for me it was just it was so much focus. It seemed like and playing three games in a week is is a lot for me. Um, if it's not like a tournament day, yeah. So, but good games, I hear. Yeah, so they all went pretty well, surprisingly. Um, like I said I lost my first game against Andrew there, and then I was like, okay, well, hey, at least I can maybe get a wild card slot going for that, and I was able to play into Grimkin and pull out that win. Um, some dice, just some. You know, just went right and got that victory. And then I played, you know, you and me played. Yes. Which was a good one. Um, yours was a little bit easier to prepare for since you only ran one list. <laughs> oh, I made it easy for everyone. Yeah. I, I Iron Man my one list. Uh, well, okay, I have an objective, right? My goal this year is is to improve as a player, but also to improve as a, as a scorn player. And so I, I want to learn all of my stuff as I go. And so I'm, I'm dedicated to playing a, certain, a minimum number of games on my Warlock before I move on to another one. And so, so I just, you know, I didn't even waste any, any, anyone's time. I just said I'm <laughs> playing one list. And, and so all of you got to pick your best list against right. me, and which gave me a hard scenario most of the time, um, which was great. Right. And, I mean, as, as someone who's trying to get better, uh, I, it was a fantastic exercise for me. So, yeah, so what did you choose against me? Um, I ended up playing Madrak 1. Yeah. Um, and I had Zakar 1, yeah. in case our audience doesn't know. There you go. And we were... So, squaring off on... Uh, oh, man. What's that one called? With the two rectangle zones and the flags. There's no circles. Objectives crossed. Oh, I can't think of the name right now. I don't either. I don't have my diary in front of me either. Yeah. And so, I thought it was going to be a rough game because you had a lot of beasts. And so, I was pretty much like, okay, I'm just going to guess cram people at you <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe just slow you down um and then surprisingly enough you know in the the first one is i've got some good roles we i know we had a little debating question on incorporeal and may lee and and that was kind of like yeah we we're like yeah that that i think in the scenario game yeah. um if we would have got that ruling right it would have kept our our points closer yeah. Um, I think you still would have been up by one, though. Yeah. E- you know. It so, might have. I mean, I yeah. could have swung, yeah. Because then you did get, I mean, I rolled high enough, but then you could have shield guarded, but you were distracted by us talking about the defense and forgot to shield guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, way, I'm not sure if Madrak could have hit two boosted 18s. Maybe not. I mean, yeah. I, had, I had a couple melee guys, but then they would have, I don't, yeah. It, it might have put us one closer, maybe taking me one CP down, which in the, in yeah. the grand scheme actually might have been better for me. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you st- either way, I think you're destined to win our game. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we did a lot of back and forth. I mean, but we made turn seven. Um, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. That was my first game ever going to turn seven. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. It was hectic at the end for me. It was hard for me to actually track what was happening. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff going fast and furious because you went underneath one minute. Um, I was underneath 10 seconds. And, yeah, so... That was that was a crazy game. It was it was a good time though, and, and 
just getting that done. <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed because, you know, I, I usually play hardcore on Scenario. And um, and that week I, I played against uh, Remy and, and he was up on me on Scenario Points. Oh. And then you were up on me on Scenario Points. <laughs> it was a sad week for me. I was like, oh, pad send it. <laughs> it's like the, mo- the most CP you've given up like all year. <laughs> I know. I gave I gave up nine against you. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I've never given. I don't. Yeah, normally I'm like super aggressive on that. <laughs> so how'd your last game go? Uh, and then the last one was against uh, Grimkin again. Um, so the first Grimkin was was Jesse into um, uh, Wanderer, uh, which was again interesting because I never played Wanderer and, and learning about his shenanigans, and then um, then played against like I said Remy and his. His list, which was uh, oh wow, totally my blank right now. Um, did he play Dreamer against you, or no, did he play? No, he wasn't running Dreamer. Oh, um, yeah, the old guy, right? Yeah, Heretic. Heretic. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, and so again, I just never really see Heretic on the board, I guess. But it was again a pretty good game. Um, we only went to turn four on that one um before the clock just came an issue for him um i went down pretty long clock but dice hated us in both of those on both sides um they were hot then they were really cold Mm. then they're hot and then they were cold for like needing a five or a six um there was one roll i did a boosted i rolled three ones and two twos (laughs) that's a hard roll like that is that's rough um anyway so yeah i ended up winning our pod Again, I thought I was just going to try it for a wild card slot, and end up getting the getting the win there. So I'm in the the final eight. Yeah, because you finished three and one. Yes. And Andrew finished three and one. Correct. The, but the difference is CP. Yes. Yeah. I had uh, I had I, quite a bit more CP. Um, yeah, I was stingy against him in my game. <laughs> yes, you get yeah, like nothing, I think. And so now I get to. Uh, yeah. get into the single elimination bracket um, yeah. of our top eight and how the seeding goes. Um, I get to play against uh, Eli in his uh, circle of death. Yeah, good um, luck with that. Yeah, he went 4 He's and, on a roll right he now. He went 4-0 and oh in his. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not looking forward to that this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I played Eli in a practice game um, in, like, January because I, I, I asked to play into circle, and, you know, and it, it was a fantastic experience for me. Um Something I, I didn't like, but but it was a good experience. So, um, yeah, yeah. So in our pod, I finished one and three, I think. Yeah. Last place, I think. No, uh, Remy was oh four. Oh, then, oh okay. um, Jesse and Andrew both went, and myself went three one. Wow, three three and ones. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my. All right. <laughs> um, okay, and then so the next step for you then after the pod rounds is is to play in the. Single is it single Correct. elimination top eight? Yep. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think if I get through that, then I have to. You know, if I get through, then I gotta face even more hard guys. So just yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't know. I. Climb. I mean, they're great players, but I, I wonder if that if that the list that Eli is running is gonna be the greatest challenge, if you can get through that. Right. I think that will uh, will be the hardest part. Yeah. Well, why don't we get to our main topic? Uh, we're here to announce the the good news that King of Coins is finally here. And so, uh, Dan, why don't you give a brief overview? What is the King of Coins? All right, so the King of Coins is going to be kind of a more leisurely event. Um, 
I think we've dubbed it casually competitive. Yeah, there you go. There a, we go. That's yeah. a pretty good way. I like alliterations. Yeah. It's the teacher in me. There you go. And so the the general overview, um, without getting too much fine detail, I guess, on it as we go on, is we'll hand out eight coins. And so these eight coins will will represent different factions, mm -hmm. um, four original hordes, four the original um, war machine. Mm-hmm. And, and and these coins are fifty millimeter in diameter. Correct. So they actually um, can can work as a proxy for um, for a large base. Yes. So they're functional. And for those of us that still don't have feet tokens, it could be a feet token. Um, hint, hint, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. You just gotta win them. Um, and so you get these coins, and then you kind of have to defend them. People will challenge you for the coin. And anyone who you know participates, buys in to be a part of it, um, gets to challenge for the coins. And mm -hmm. you can only have one coin at a time, sort of thing. Challenge somebody basically anywhere, any place, any time. You guys can agree upon. Rather, it's in yeah. a game store, at your house, at you know during a tournament, even just wherever you are. Go ahead yeah. and buy in. Challenge for that coin. The winner takes the coin. Yep. Pretty simple. Yeah. If if you're yeah. Yep, go ahead. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no worries. I know we're going to have more information as we c continue the conversation. Right. Um, and so then those final eight after the season ends will be part of the invitational, essentially, and yeah. your your admittance to that. And that will be a, a typical eight-player steamroller at that point to get your yeah. one, two, and three and your king of coins winner. Yep. Well, exactly, and that's awesome. You get to be called the king of coins for... You know, I mean, that'll, that the title alone is a reason why I want to participate in this event and try to win. <laughs> right. Um, the purpose of the event um, is is to promote engagement and uh, and just friendly competition. Um, it's it's going to be similar to I, I suppose the way the Masters event was organized, where you were going to have a season um, where where people will just play games and then. And, and we're envisioning these coins changing hands week to week, day, day to day, store to store. And so uh, we're excited about it. And um, the, the caveat is in order to keep it, um, I guess, so we're comparing apples to apples, is every game has to be a 75-point game and you have to play on the clock. And so all three win conditions uh, must be in place you know, scenario victory, uh, uh, loss or victory on clock, or victory by assassination. And um, so that way, every game where there's a potential for a coin to change hands um, it is the same as, as any other game that's, that's out there. Um, and and we, want to, we want to encourage people to, uh, you know, just to, you know, warm it up a little bit. You know, in your weekly games, or let's say you're at a tournament, let's say you're at Next Level Gaming, and you happen to get paired with someone who is also participating in the, um, you know, in the King of Coins event. To add a little spice to your game, you could challenge them for their coin. Exactly. That's the fun of it, right? <laughs> yeah. We have, uh, we have a full set of rules uh, listed on our website, spellstormminiatures.com, and just go to the King of Coins page where we'll have um, all of the, the, the details there. But, but I, I enjoy um, this topic. I enjoy talking about it. And um, because we have a, I think it's a great time to be a War Machine player. 
and we have a great community of of people and and I have met some just fantastic folks who you know who I call friends and uh, and so um, I'm excited to 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 offer this to the community and, and see what they come up with. Yeah, and I do want to mention there too with the whole community is that kind of reminded me that yeah. We didn't come up with this. This isn't our original idea. Um, Jonathan LeClaire from Battle Driven Podcast is the original one who hosted Battle this. Driven. Battle yeah, Driven. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was gracious enough to share it and um, has shared it with multiple people. So maybe at some point even we could have, if we get eight people across the country, we could have a potential king of coins, king of North America, because I believe Canada is going to be doing something similar. Yeah, I actually heard rumblings about another community doing a King of Queens event as well. Yeah, yeah. so those guys, it's, it's been done. It, they all had a good time. It was fun. Um, they talked about it a little more in depth. So, yes, um, we definitely thank them for, for this. We're just kind of helping facilitate it in the local area. Yep, yep. So, uh, so Dan, if I am a player and I want to participate in the King of Coins event, um, how much is it going to cost me? Just five bucks. That's the initial is if you just want to be a part of it, be able to challenge for that coin. Uh-huh. Five dollars. That's not so bad. Yeah. It's an easy category. And is there a limit to how many people can participate? No. Uh, we'll take, you know, eight is kind of our minimum um, all the way up yeah. to 100. Yeah. yeah. We need at least eight <laughs> yeah. for the invitational. But obviously, the more the merrier, right? Yes. And so, so if we have 16, 17, 18 players who want to participate in, in the King of Coins, theoretically, when I walk into my weekly game shop, you know, there might be someone there with a coin that I could challenge and or I might have a coin that someone would want to challenge me with. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, there might be three or four. I mean, the way a lot of the guys around here travel, if we can get, you know, yeah. get a good yeah. number. Like I said, um, we, have, we have a lively, lively meta right now. So, um, and then, and then let's say, let's say we get through the season and, and let's say that I am one of the fortunate um, players who has a coin and I get to participate in the invitational. Um, you know, um, is there anything extra that I have to do for that? Yes. So we are going to, since we're doing just five dollars for the initial, is request uh, if you make it in is five dollars for the day of the steamroller. So okay. if you make it and you're part of the top eight, it's basically ten dollars for you. Ten dollars total. Yeah. Total. Which isn't bad, you know, giving a, what a cost of a normal event would be. Precisely. That's yeah. kind of what we're aiming for is, again, get more people who want to do it somewhat casual and a, and a good excuse maybe just to kind of help motivate them out there. And then really only pay a little bit more if you get a play in the final, which then has the better stakes for the prizes. Right. So. You get more prizes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so speaking of prizes, um, during the season, we're going to be issuing um, two different kinds of prizes. Um, what is one of them? All right, so um, I guess we'd start all the easy ones during the season, right? We will have basically a sportsmanship prize is what yeah. we want to put across to, um, again, kind of help motivate that. And then along with that is a longest defense streak. Yeah, prize. well, let's talk about that sportsman, okay. sportsmanship yeah. one we'll first. first. So that one is going to be voted on by the players who participate in the event. So it's kind of going to be an open open ballot, if you will. At the end of the season, we'll ask for nominations for, you know, who who you thought had the best sportsmanship during uh, during the course of the season, right? Yes, um, I like that. And then um, and that way, we're not necessarily making the making the call because we obviously can't be at every store every game night, you know, to to be around for that. 
And so if, if someone has, you know, um, you know, a positive experience, just, you know, bank that in your memory. And at the end of the season, when it's time to, to nominate someone for the sportsmanship, um, whoever kind of gets the most um, nominations will, uh, will rise to the top and be the, uh, you know, win, win that prize. Be the cool guy. Be the yeah. cool guy, yeah. Be the, be the nice guy that everyone yeah. likes to play against. Um, and then the second prize, um, I'm really excited about the second one. And so, uh, what is this one, Dan? All right, I was jumping the gun a little bit. Yeah. So, the longest defense streak. Um, Ooh, what is that? Yeah. So, this is you're showing up and people are challenging you, but you are denying them. Ooh. Yeah. So, if you keep winning and you keep holding your coin, and, and if you have the highest streak of wins possessing your coin, you're going to win that longest defense streak. Yep. Nice. That, that's a really clever, um, I think that's a clever prize. And I think that'll help promote um, that casual competitive feel we're trying to go for. Right. Keeps it there a little bit and, you know, helps make you maybe get out there and, you know, maybe you defend it 10, 15 times. But so, Dan, so let's say at the end of the season and it's the last day and I have a coin and someone challenges me and, we're, and we play and I lose the coin, am I going to be invited to the Invitational? Well, if you don't have a coin, oh, then you're kind of out. Now, now, okay, let's flip yeah. it. So let's say it's the last day, and I'm meeting up with someone, and they have a coin, and I challenge them to a coin, and I win it. Do I get invited to the Invitational? Then you're in. So the only thing that matters is on midnight of the last day, if I have a coin... I'm invited to the Invitational. Yes. Oh, I love it. That's so like, good. It's like your secret, you know, cool guy club initiative uh, <laughs> token to get in. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit of a uh, little bit of logistics. Okay. So, um, so we have eight coins, and we have four for each of the original factions, and you'll have the symbol on them as well. Um, and uh, and how are those going to be distributed in the beginning? So to do it kind of in a, in a fair way and reward our listeners a bit, we want to essentially say, you know, starting now, hit us up, you know, uh, we're in Discord, we have email, you know, find a way to get a hold of us and say, I want to participate. Okay. And the first eight that do so will get the eight coins. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. That and you get to pick the faction you want to start out with. First come, first serve. So okay. if you, you know, really like Signar then, you know, or Kador or Trolls or Circle, and you mm-hmm. want that coin to start with, then hit us up and you have a good chance of being one okay. of the first ones. Nice. Okay. And then, um, and it doesn't matter what store I play at. Correct. Okay. And I can travel from store to store. Yep. And I can, I can even play in someone's home. Yep. As long as it's 75 points on the clock. Correct. Done. Okay. Standard steamroller. Okay. And, and when does the season start? So we are going to kick the season off on March 4th. Nice. And that's, that's the Monday after the PDX Open. Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, the big PDX Open. That should be really cool. And then the season's going to end? And then we are going to go for about seven weeks and end on April uh, 14th. I like that. So, so all reporting needs to be done by midnight on April 14th, which is a Sunday night. Yes. Um, because we want to read the top eight names. Um, we're going to record uh, a podcast episode on the 15th, and we want to read your names um, on the episode. And is that right? Yep. 
and that will give you know hopefully everyone that will feel of hey we're gonna we're gonna throw you out there and recognize you for for playing and getting your coin and then that also should hopefully give enough time for the invitational that we want to put on april 27th so like that. that'll give you just about two weeks to know if you're in yep and then be able to plan accordingly so let me ask you a, a weird question maybe not a weird question Let's say on week one, I'm really loving Zakar and I'm playing Zakar, but I graduate and let's say I started playing Morgul 2 or something. Does it matter what lists I play during the season? Nope. Lists do not matter. Casters don't matter. Factions don't matter. You want to change up your faction midstream? Go for it. All that matters is that it's a 75-point match on the clock and the two players agree it's a challenge. Yes. Okay. And, we, and that's another thing, too. We, you... You have to agree that it's a challenge before deployment. Yeah, is, is yeah. figure that out first. Now, granted, if you're holding the coin and you're sitting down at your game like that, we really encourage it to not um, decline the challenge. Now, I understand if sometimes people are like, hey, I only have a half hour to play, you know, so I'm not going to be able to get a legit game in. You know, the store's closing in an hour. There's no way we're going to be able to finish right. the game. Yeah, I understand. Or you could even maybe start it, and who knows what happens. Yeah. But if if a store closes and you've got to go, then it just kind of yeah. gets a push. I think right? the language. Yeah, I think the language we're using is is the the coin bearer has to make every reasonable attempt to honor a challenge. Yes. And and so um, things like that, extenuating circumstances, those are outside of your control. You're not going to be penalized for that. Correct. Um, but um, but if you're a coin bearer, and let's say you're traveling for work, hmm. um, and you're going to be gone for five of the seven weeks, maybe you should participate. <laughs> That's one of those. <laughs> or pass or, or, your I mean, coin on to someone possibly else. Possibly pass your coin to yeah. somebody else at that yeah. point. I mean, feel free to participate. As if you come back, you could still win it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, if you're like, oh, hey, I'm uh, going to be out of state for five weeks, it's kind of, you know, that little self policing of, yeah. of let's be fair to our, our community and our, our people that we know as you're probably going to see them again. And, you know, you'll hear about it for a long time, I bet, yeah. <laughs> if you pick up and leave. And then on that final day, on April 27th, um, it doesn't matter what list I play again, I bring Correct. two standard. Um, lists to you know uh, to an event and you know just like a normal steamroller. Yeah, would that be. one's gonna yeah. be more st- normal steamroller. You can't switch your faction in between those games. Yeah, uh, yeah, good call. <laughs> let's 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 make that clear. Is during the whole open play that's fine, but on the final day, just treat it like a normal eight-person steamroller that's going on. So again, get your standard lists. And I should mention that too is you know kind of the little bit of honor system too when you're playing your list that it is a correct list and that your opponent might want to verify that you are a legal list yeah. as well because um, we're not going to be policing every list right. yeah it has to be a mutually agreed upon endeavor yeah so, um, scenario, and, and we trust you we're, I mean we're all adults right except for Oz <laughs> but you know he's he's policeable yeah I would start him off with the trolls yeah. um, and with that is obviously you know scenarios we're not pushing out the scenarios on what you play what you play is what you play Um, we're not concerned about what your CP was what your army points were it's It's just just, win did you win or not and and so if the coin changes hands we want you to report to um, you know to Dan and me Um, you could do that on the discord um, server just just give us an at and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna be updating that on the regular We'll update it on the Discord servers, um, both on the COD Collective, Spellstorm Miniatures, 
and we'll update it on the website. And, uh, and we'll just do first name and last initial or something if you're, if you're shy about sharing all your details. But, um, and then as far as payment goes, um, uh, we, didn't, we actually didn't talk about this. Um, we, we accept cash. Definitely. And, um, and then we can set up PayPal. We can do a PayPal. Like so, so we'll put out, um, we'll put out a, a PayPal um, email address, and then, you can, um, and then you can be able to pay that way as well. And, and we'll just keep track of the number of participants. And uh, like I said, we're hoping to get a high number. Uh, we want to see as many people involved and and just having fun over over the course of the season. Uh, once again, the season's going to go from March 4th to April 14th, and the Invitational is going to be the 27th, and it's going to be at Guardian Games, and so it's a kind of a central location, um, kind of Eastsiders, Westsiders, uh, folks from Vancouver and folks from Salem. You can all uh, meet at Guardian, you guys. We're all pretty familiar with Guardian is. So. Yeah, and then that will also give some room for spectators. I mean, let's just, you know, you don't have to just have a coin to come check things out. Like, if you just want to want to watch it, we should have room for yeah. watching as well. Let's put that out yeah. there. Uh, boy, Dan, I'm really excited about this. Um, like I said, I, th- I think it's a great time to be a War Machine player. And uh, and this season is going to be it's going to be amazing. Right. So. There's just yeah so much going on. So again, like you're mentioning, we have more full set of the rules all laid out. Um, kind of a lot to take in. Again, basically, if you want to play, it's five dollars. Just let one of us know. You don't have to pay us right away. If I mean, if you see us there and on a Wednesday night or something, yeah. hand over. That's that's great. You know, if you can't like PayPal while you're like about to play a guy, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Try to win your coins after. After the season, the eight coins go to the Invitational. Play that out, and all the prizes we have listed there. Get yeah. basic steam. Roll. It'll be first come, first serve, Correct. and and you communicate with us electronically. Everything's timestamped, so we'll be able to see, you know, um, you know. So someone <laughs> scoops you and like, oh, I wanted that coin. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll see if we get ten emails by the end of the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I mean. So uh, why don't we uh, why don't we just kind of uh, transition towards uh, towards our hobby desk and the events that are coming up around our area? And so Dan, um, let's talk about your hobby. What are you building right now? All right. Well, first off, um, I know at least there's one listener who's always intentively uh, giving us some uh, some questions if we finished. But yes, I finished my Earthborn um, for the most part. I'm not happy with the base necessarily. Um, I was going for like a shattered glacier look and it's not quite what I want. So I'll probably end up redoing it. Um, but anyway, I got a snowy earthborn ready to rumble now. Okay. So you've just been painting. No, yeah, no, no building. That's the painting. Yeah. Building side. I haven't really done anything. Um, and I actually don't know what I'm going to paint next. Really. Um, hmm. I got to kind of, kind of figure that out. Yeah. I know that um, I've been building a lot. Um, I've got some non-war machine things that I've been that are kind of on the hobby table at the moment. Um, I've got some Death Guard and some uh, Demons of Nurgle stuff that I've been kind of playing around with. And then obviously I've got some Shadespire things I've been putting together. And then, um, but but I have a Champions list that I want to play, and so I've been assembling the pieces for that. And one of the pieces is the Desert Hydra, and that thing's just a monster. So I'll be working on that again um, tonight uh, at Runeborn. Nice. So, 
Yeah, I did hear a nice tip uh, on the Discord there. Someone was talking about some of those plastic kits is uh, warm water. Yeah. Dip your dip your non-flexible pieces in the warm water there and then try to mold it on there. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think uh, I think my Desert Hydra is going to gain 10 pounds in the amount of green stuff that I'm going to be using <laughs> to uh, to kind of fill some of those gaps. Um, but uh, um, but I know that once it gets built, I'm going to appreciate having it built. Yeah, here's a scorn <laughs> rite of passage. Uh, that's what I have heard. So, but yeah, my um, but yeah, my hobby desk, um, uh, my tools of the trade have been my my exacto knife and my clippers and my file and my glue. Not so much my paintbrush and paints. Mm. And it also doesn't help that I've been traveling a lot, and so I haven't had as much hobby time as as I, I, I would have hoped. Yeah. So, but. Um, I have one more trip um, in early March and, or uh, I guess mid March, and then and then I think I'll be home for a while. So that'll be that'll be good. All right. So uh, we have a lot of upcoming regular events, and Ben did a fabulous job um, pinning this in the general chat of the Cog Collective Discord server. Uh, did you know that we have regular game nights around the Portland area four nights a week? And wow. isn't that amazing? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if you're looking for a game on Monday nights, the place to go is Guardian. And if you're looking for a game on Tuesday nights, the place to go is Tournament Games. And that's the new startup that's in Gresham, I think. And um, I don't know the fellow's uh, real name, but Corbon, I think, is his, uh, his Discord name. He's, he's the one who's kind of organizing that. And I think they're running a journeyman league at the moment right now. Yes. And um, which is exciting because a lot of those players, I think, are returning players, and so it's it's cool to see to see that happening. Good report on uh, on the first event. I think he had uh, four or five or six folks there, I think, and including him. And I think he was hobbying or something. So uh, so anyway, so Tuesday nights at tournament games, and then uh, Wednesday nights, of course, at Runeboard uh, for those Westsiders, and then on Thursday nights at Portland Game Store. Um, I have not been to tournament games, but um, but I can speak highly of all three of those games. And then we have regular tournaments. Um, the first part of the month, you'll on a on a Sunday, and it kind of depends on the month on which Sunday it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll be at Rune Board. Last part of the month is going to be at uh, Portland Game Store, and then monthly Next Level Gaming down in Salem also hosts. All of these things get shared on the Cog Collective events page. And so, um, because because the dates sometimes vary, we don't have that information um, at hand at the moment. But um, but check out the Cog Collective events page, and you'll know about all the events that are happening in our area. Uh, Dan, what can you tell us about the PDX Open? All right, so the PDX Open that's going to be a Warfare Weekend qualifier, which is very exciting. Woohoo! Yeah, first one in the area, and that was um, graciously put on by uh, Jeff and Ben. I believe are the main runners of that. Um, I think so. I think there's one more person. I think James yeah, involved is James too. James part of yeah. that too. Okay, so I mean, a couple of our main judges and, and our event organizers, and they're putting that up. That's going to be at the Heathman Hotel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's March second. There's still there's still time to sign up. Yep. So go ahead and uh, we have links on that on our Facebook page. It's floating around Facebook. Otherwise, it's again I think on the Cog Collective. On the Cog Collective, yeah. You know, jump in, and ask about it. But that is uh, looking at 
trying to get upwards of 64 people. I believe it's $35 to be part. It's going to be an all-day event, about 11 or 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., I yeah. believe is what it's scheduled. They're going to do five rounds and all in one day. Yes. Yeah. So come. Um, we did get the important announcement that alcohol is allowed in the venue. That's right. They, the, I think the, the verbiage was they are welcome to take their drinks from the bar into the event room. Yes. <laughs> Which made a few of our War Machine players pretty happy. Yes. <laughs> so I won't, uh, we won't be driving. I think Laura has offered to carpool uh, some, some folks um, in our area down. And so that, that way we don't have to deal with parking or anything either. And she has a van. And so... Um, I've already extended an invitation to some of my closer friends, and so um, pretty excited about that. And um, I think it's I think it's gonna be a great day. And the Heathman, I, I love the Heathman. Uh, I've gone there for brunch and things like that. It's a it's a nice place. So yeah. Um, that same month, though, later in the month is the Seattle Open, and that's going to be uh, March 25th, and that's at uh, Mox Boarding House in Seattle. This one is also a um, warfare weekend um, qualifier, right? You get points yes. for it. Yeah. yeah. If you finish first, you get an automatic pass and okay. otherwise point-based. Okay. So that's, that's exciting. If you, uh, For those of you that are competitive um, uh, War Machine players and you're looking for opportunities to go to warfare weekend, um, you have two in the same month. For those of you that are not competitive... Um, but just want an opportunity to get in some games and get some reps in and just meet some new people and make friends. These events are, are so good. And just they, they attract a lot of players from around the region. And, um, and I always have fun at them. Like I remember, you know, uh, like the I-5, for example, is one of my most favorite events because I get to meet people from California all the way to Canada. And, and it's great. And so hopefully the PDX Open can attract players like that and then hopefully you know the Seattle Open the same and uh, we're hoping to make these uh, a regular event on the on the calendar every year so and then the uh, the three-man tournament that was going to be that was scheduled for February 9th got messed up because of some snow yeah just a little bit there's some folks from the valley who couldn't make it through the pass um, safely and which was completely reasonable and so that event has been rescheduled to April 6th. And um, I think that's, that's great, except there was another event that I was planning on going during that snow weekend that also got plan- uh, moved to April 6th. That was the uh, Ambuscade. It's a one-day historical gaming event. And, uh, and so I was going to go, and I was going to get my Napoleonics on. And, um, but I, I might, uh, I'm going to see if the Jair Bears are interested in playing in the three man. And if they are, then I'll think about going. And if not, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll probably stick with the uh, ambuscade. So (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) Resurrect those Jair Bears. Uh, you know what? That was a great experience for me. And I love those guys. They're great guys. So, um, I'll send them a message. Hey, uh, that about that's about it. Can you uh, can you give us the secret password to get that ten percent off at uh, Hidden Forest Gaming? Yes, that is going to be Spellstorm Ten, just like the name spelled out. Ten caps, lowercase, doesn't matter. All just no spaces. Yeah, it was so so good to finally record again and to kind of kind of have these conversations. And I'm looking forward to uh, getting back on on the regular schedule. So, um, any closing thoughts for you, Dan? 
Oh, again, just uh, thank you for everyone listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Find us at spellstormminiatures.com. You can find us on Facebook, on YouTube. We have our own Discord server if you want to join us there. And we talk about um, all kinds of games and, and whatnot. And, um, and uh, we, we hope to uh, just have more interactions with you folks. So, all right, have a good one. And uh, see you around. Bye.